So we have some of the most interesting, unique, and amazing meditations I think in the world. I mean, we have past life regression meditations, guided hypnosis meditations, Akashic record meditations, as well as healing meditations. Our meditations are pretty cool. And they're not just about stillness of mind and peace and sit there, hmm. I mean, we have those too, don't get me wrong, but these are about meditations that are going to shift and change and you're gonna walk out of there feeling lighter, freer, healed, and even getting guidance and insight. So come down, experience one of our meditations. They're pretty badass. Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi there, welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today, we're going to deep dive into Qi Within, Qigong, and balancing, you know, really your mind, body, and spirit, and a whole bunch of other different things about bringing balance and harmony from, from products to yourself and everything. And this gentleman over here is, his name is Tom Voss, and he's a nutritionalist, a, a personal trainer. He is a Qigong teacher, still a student and a teacher of Qigong. And he passes that on to his clients to help them in health, wellness, and energy, really bringing that balance. So I'm I'm really uh, looking forward to this discussion and topic today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank I'm you. Honored to be here. And, I, and I, he was talking with uh, Rebecca at out in the front and I was just eavesdropping and I was like, oh, this is great stuff. We need this on, on the podcast, you know, about, you know, different energy sensors and things like that and really pulling in the energy. And we'll get into that in a little bit, but that's just want to share what I'm, we're looking forward to. So uh, can we hear a little bit about yourself? Sure. So uh, my name is Tom Voss um, and I'm from, I'm from Denmark originally. I was uh, born in Denmark and when I was nine, my family moved from Denmark to Luxembourg, and I lived there for 12 years. And then when I was 21, which seems like a long time ago, uh, I moved to the United States yeah. uh, in 2002. Nice. And uh, I've been here nearly, was a bit over 18 years now. Yeah, you, um, you, he had it down to the day. And the <laughs> amount, of, amount of days, I was like, wow. I was like, who calculates yeah. 18 years later than that, you know? But, Shows you must be excited to live here. <laughs> yeah, I, I really am. I just I just remember the day that I that I got here, uh-huh. and it was a, it was a childhood dream of mine to move to the United States. So uh, that day that I came was um, yeah, it was a, a a dream come true. And now looking back at that, how how far I've I've come and everything that I've been through in the last eighteen years has been. Uh, mind blowing. It's it seemed like a lot, but it's also gone very fast at the same time. Yeah. Like we said, when you look back, it it's gone too fast, and when we look ahead, it can't go fast enough. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then and then in the same sense, when we think about how it's gone too fast, I don't know if this has happened to you, but you realize how much has also shifted in the new, in the developments and the mm. changes and the mass amounts of transformation that has went through those periods of time. Because yeah. a lot of times when we're in it. Each day just feels like it's the next day. But then when you look back a year or two years or five years or 18 years, you say, wow, look at all that was accomplished yeah. during that period of time. Yeah. And I, and I really think that's important as well. It's something I, I, I work with with the clients that I work with. I do coaching, life, life coaching as well uh, as helping restore balance both uh, on, on a nutritional 
level, but also an energetic for, like you said, body, mind, spirit. But one of the things that I talk to my, my clients about is um, standing an accomplishment. Because mm. oftentimes we look forward to see how far we still have to go with whatever it is we want to uh, either create or even in our healing. Right? Yeah. If we're dealing with a, with a disease of some kind, um, it looks like it's so far to, to when we're, we're well again. Yeah. And the, um, the most important thing is to stand in accomplishment, to look back and see, well, how far have I actually, how far I've actually come? So, yeah. so you're not discouraged because otherwise you'll always look at what's missing rather than what you have actually achieved or, or, yeah. or what you have. You know? I call it the, the carrot on the stick phenomena where people are just constantly trying to grab that carrot on the yeah. stick. And most of the time, even if something is so far away, they're never going to be satisfied or or feeling that sense of accomplishment because once they get there, they're just going to put another carrot out yeah. and another carrot out. And so it's embracing where you are at, where have you come, how far have you climbed. Mm -hmm. Those little accomplishments, I think, are so important for people. Yeah. But something that is easier said than done. <laughs> it, it takes some practice. You know, yeah. it's really looking at it. And, and creating an, uh, an empowering context around where you are. Yeah. Because it's, you know, we can look at things in different ways. I think Wayne Dyer said, change the way you look at things and the things you look at. Change. Change. Yeah. And that's the practice is, is ongoingly create a, a, a positive and empowering context, a way to look at your life, no matter what the circumstances are, um, but to create a, uh, yeah. A context that that has you move forward, right? That has you moving. Yeah, and and in this, where did you? Where was your journey that led you? So I hear your journey into the United States, you yeah. know, and that childhood dream manifested in reality. But where did you get into everything that you do and your own journey? Because I find that most people they. They don't just say, okay, I'm going to help people have balance in their life. There's normally yeah. some kind of story behind it right. of finding your own balance. Yeah. Well, it, it goes way back to when I was uh, a teenager. I, uh, when, when my family moved from Denmark to Luxembourg, I didn't speak all the languages that were there. And mm -hmm. I went from being a very active kid to be very passive. Like I would watch a lot of TV and eat unhealthy foods. And I eventually became a, a, a chubby kid. Okay. And I uh, went through a period of, of, of bullying as well. And, and um, I just remember that was, I was really sad. I didn't feel that I, that I fit in at the time. I just wanted to be accepted. And um, I actually remember looking at shooting stars and I would pray or wish for that. Uh, you know, maybe I would lose this weight and, and maybe even the, the, the girl that I was that, Crushing was, that I had a crush on that she, maybe she would notice me and, and, and fall in love with me. Mm. Um, now that didn't didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I did lose the weight. I actually um, ended up getting a, a, a food poisoning one summer. It's not okay. how I thought <laughs> that it would have, it. Have, would have started, <laughs> would have started. When but, you made that wish, but the it, universe answered. <laughs> but it happened when, and it took me a while to get well again. It was pretty severe. And when I started feeling better again, I, uh, I saw it as an opportunity to, to really make a difference for myself. So I started running every day. I started uh, eating healthier and, and my body started to transform. Mm. Um, but then that created another imbalance, which was 
I, I was like, I never want to be overweight again. So I, I did too much and I eventually mm -hmm. got so skinny that I could run fast when I was playing soccer on the soccer field. But uh, I, when I cut up to the ball, I didn't have the strength to, to kick it. Uh. And, and then I was, um, I was bullied for being too skinny as well. So I was like, what, what? <laughs> You're like, I can't win here. <laughs> and then I was introduced by my brother-in-law at the time to, to weightlifting and, okay. and, and bodybuilding, which was, uh, it was to strengthen my legs. Yeah. And uh, that was the only reason I, I went, so I could, you know, eventually kick the ball. <laughs> and not just run to it. Not just run to it. Um, or at least have it go somewhere <laughs> when I kicked it. So I started going to the gym nearly uh, every day with my brother-in-law who was older than me. And he, now he's my brother-in-law, he wasn't back then. Yeah. But, um, and I hated it at first, you know? I'm like, why am I doing this just to feel sore? I got, you know, I, I yeah. was sore when I was brushing my teeth, everything was aching. But after a while I started seeing the, the results. Uh, I started becoming um, physically fit and, and athletic. And, and then, the the other kids in school started noticing as well and because i i liked the fact that i could see a result from the work i put in so i started focusing on that and eventually they started uh making fun of me for for for, for that because everybody else was playing more soccer and i had found a a, a new passion mm -hmm. and they gave me the nickname uh arnie at the time because <laughs> <laughs> so, so you get right. you get made fun of. This just this just shows to not pay attention to anybody's opinions no. in the way you know you're you're too chubby, you get made fun of. You're too skinny, you get made fun of. You're too muscular, you get yeah. made fun of. It's just like where do you find your own happiness, right? Exactly. You know, well, like, that that was exactly it, right? It's it's uh, it's like no matter how I look physically, uh, you were it, picked on. I was picked on, and I I still didn't feel like I was accepted you know, the way that I was. So I, I started focusing on like, what actually makes me happy? Like what, what, yeah. what can I do that makes me happy? And I started focusing on that and, and started accepting myself yeah. uh, in, in that way. And then that really transformed um, sort of my, my confidence as well as, as how I was, was perceived. Cause I, I didn't really care so much after that what, what others thought. And, um, and not in a, in, a, in, a, in a bad way, like I don't care what you think, but like but what in they're, a, yeah, but in, in, a in a healthy way. way. In like a, a healthy self-respect, if you want to call it that. And um, I then got into bodybuilding by, by chance, if you want to call it that. The owner of the gym I was <laughs> training at asked me if I would represent the, um, the gym in the national championship in, in bodybuilding. And I was... 14, 15 at the time. Wow. And uh, so I don't know what it's about. In, um, but I did some research on it. And the only reason that I said I would do it was because he offered me a year free membership in the, in the gym. <laughs> I, was, I was paying for my own membership. And, um, <laughs> and I was mowing lawns and, and, and tutoring uh, other kids. And, 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 um, to, to pay the membership. But, yeah, to pay my membership and have some pocket money. So that was... You know, that was sounded like a really good deal for me. Yeah. So I, with that in mind, I went into to com competing, and all I had was magazines, like fitness magazines, muscle and fitness, and men's yeah. fitness, and those, and, and that's where I drew, drew my knowledge from. And I eventually ended up winning that national championship. And what I 
didn't know was that now I had to represent the country, Luxembourg, in the world championships. Like, I had no idea about this going going into it, but now all of a sudden now... And you're, you're 14, 15 at the 15, time? Yeah, yeah. 15. Wow. Um, I think it was 15 at the time when I competed. And, and was that the age bracket or was it all ages? And no, you, it was junior. Oh, junior. junior. Okay, yeah. okay. I yeah. was like... And uh, I, I, I then went on to, I think the first year I competed was in Spain at the time, in Sitges in Barcelona, and I, I was in the top. 20 i don't even remember there, there was a lot of people i don't remember exactly how many there were but i was in the top 20 and i but it didn't really matter what i got from it was like oh if i put my energy into something that i that i like and yeah. and that i feel i'm good at because i discovered that i was good at it um i i can travel i can it like it opened up my world in a yeah. way and and think about the lessons that you learned at 14 15 years old of the mindset right you know, the sense of accomplishment, not just that you can create and you can travel, but like that you can master different things and you mm -hmm. can achieve things with focus, determination and energy, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And so so that gave me some some discipline as well. Like mm -hmm. it really gave me discipline and in, in, in nutrition and training. And um, eventually um, that you know, I started winning championships after a while and competed in several world championships. And eventually it opened up the door to come to the United States huh. where um, I then, um, I, I was here for, for a year uh, and eventually ended up working with uh, Muscle and Fitness Magazine and Men's Fitness Magazine because I worked with them so much over the first year that I was here that they offered me a contract. And wow. then, and then through that, I was able to get um, a, a proper working visa and, and eventually green card and so on. So, so that really paved the way for me to come here. Now, um, on the other hand, it was also a very extreme lifestyle. Yeah. So, uh, pushing my body to extremes in different ways, always having to be in in the best possible shape because they could call me any day and say, "Hey, tomorrow or in a couple of days." Uh, you're shooting a cover or you're doing a shoot yeah. for exercises and stuff. So I constantly had to be at like my, my leanest and my, my best, yeah. which was really challenging because you can't push your body that much over a longer period of time. Eventually it will start to break down. It's like mm -hmm. having an engine, you know, revving in the, in the red, the RPM in the red the for whole too time. long. Eventually yeah. the, the engine blows. And um, just that is exactly what's, what started to, to happen. I, uh, I, I started to, because I, it was an imbalanced lifestyle. Yeah. And I also wasn't having so much fun. Uh, well, I'm sure I probably not, not much at all. I mean, right. you're, the amount of energy and time that yeah. you had to put into that and the, the rigid lifestyle, you know, yeah. I'm sure that it's like, okay, I need to get to bed at the certain time. I need to do this. No, I'm going to only have these types of meals. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just going to go out and have fun or do the, you know, right. yeah, it was, was planned and structured, which is great that you could yeah. follow that structure. But over time, it's like, you know, burnout. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And that Im imbalance, um, and, and that's why it's important to feel good about what you do as well, right? Because that's also, it's, it's not balanced if you're doing something that you may be good at, but you're not enjoying what you're doing. Yeah, when it hits that and, point where yeah. it's no longer enjoyable. Right. Right? 
Yeah. You know, which happens to many people in all different types of fields and things like mm -hmm. that is that they start out loving something. And then, you know, if it's an artist, they love art, artwork and whatnot. And then all of a sudden they're like having to like just produce mm -hmm. so many paintings and so much things and so much deadlines or an author that, oh, no, the book has to be out by the certain mm -hmm. thing. And then they're just like, OK, what they loved suddenly becomes this chore. Yeah. Okay, so you're, you're having a breakdown or like a, not a break breakdown, but something's happening. Okay, so. Yeah, and, and then also accomplishing these things. So when I was 14, I was reading these magazines and then now I got to be on the cover of those magazines. Yeah, you were the person and, you were reading. But the thing was, I didn't feel any different. It was like I, I had these huge accomplishments, but there was this emptiness that mm. was there. Like it's like, okay, like, now what? I didn't feel any more fulfilled. Gotcha. There was there was something missing. It was mm -hmm. like okay, what's like what's the next thing? It was very short lived. Yeah. Right, and and it was um, in a, in a way disappointing as well. It's like what? This... Yeah, because all of this effort and energy and sacrifice, mm -hmm. life sacrifice on the other other aspects of your life, and to say okay, yeah, I have all this, but I also missed all of this, right? You know. Yeah. And, and so around this time that you start having this, you know, breakdown, were you having any physical things happen too? Or was this more of like an emotional aspect that was going on? Well, I think it was a combination of, okay. of all of it. Um, uh, my, my health started to, to deteriorate. I was constantly getting sick and colds and, and stuff. Uh, it felt like I had an ongoing cold the whole, the whole time wow. uh, after a while. And... Um, uh, you know, regardless of taking vitamins and all kinds of stuff, which at the time was doing a lot of like synthetic stuff that's out there, because yeah. I didn't I didn't know better at the time. Yeah. But I was feeling the effects and the impact of of it, and um, and eventually my my life just slowly started spiraling, <laughs> spiraling out. Like there was just imbalances everywhere in my health, in my mind, um, in, in my relationships, and in, in just, just all around. Yeah. And it just couldn't sustain itself. It's like so. I'm seeing like an image of like, like a water barrel that a whole bunch of holes were cut into it and you see the water leaking yeah. out in all different areas and yeah. it's like it's gonna explode or crumble apart, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly uh, what happened. So I, I um, yeah, I ended up getting uh, very ill. I got an autoimmune disease uh, mm -hmm. called uh, Henoch-Schönlein vasculitis, uh, which is an inflammation of the entire vascular system. It's ex extremely uh, painful. Wow. It's it's basically, uh, <laughs> I don't wish it on anybody. It, it feels like your whole body is on fire. Everywhere you have capillaries is in, is inflamed. Wow. And, um, and uh, I was filled with, um, with a lot of medications like Western Western medicine, just medications, and um, eventually, um, eventually, um, I, I just thought I, you know, I, I can't keep doing this because I was getting side effects from from the medications. From all the medications is probably wasn't helping. It wasn't fixing the problem, right? Yeah, exactly. You know? They were they were just treating the the symptom right, rather than um, rather than uh, the cause yeah. of it. So maybe you didn't feel like everything on fire for a few moments or hours, but then it would come back. Yeah. And then, then you now, on top of it still being there underlying, yeah. you have all these other side effects going on. Yeah. And yeah. so then what happened? You say, okay, I'm done. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> yeah, well, that and also because there was heavy painkillers involved as well. And it took a while to like I had to to get off that, literally do cold turkey on these on these painkillers and okay. go through with withdrawals on that and get myself back. And then I discovered that uh, I the, the impact or the effects of the medication I caused on the functioning thyroid. And um, so it literally was <laughs> like spiraling. Do you? Yeah. yeah. And then the um, when I, the thyroid doesn't work properly, it, it regulates all the, the functions in, in, in the body, like your yeah. metabolism, your organs, how everything functions. And when it doesn't function properly, when you have low um, thyroid, hypothyroidism, it's called, mm-hmm. so when you have a low thyroid output, um, everything doesn't work at its normal speed, your digestion and so on, your energy yeah. levels. Um, I was feeling depressed and, and yeah. just... Like everything was just so heavy and and, and dark, it's, it seemed like, through that period. And they told me I had to take a medication every day for the rest of my life. Like there was no um, cure for it. Mm-hmm. That's just what I had to do. But I refused to b- believe that. I, I, I had heard that the body could heal itself. Mm. Uh, my, my mom is a reflexologist and, and a healer. And uh, she had uh, given me a book when I moved to the United States by uh, Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne uh-huh. Dyer, uh, called "You You See It When You Believe It." Mm. And uh, I just always had that in the back of my mind that there has to be a way that the body can heal itself without having to take all these medications. Yeah. So I started researching Eastern uh, healing modalities, Ayurvedic medicine, uh, Chinese medicine to see if they knew something that Western medicine didn't. Yeah. And one of the things that I discovered is that they focus on longevity, where Western medicine is, is great when there's an acute, um, uh, an acute an, like an emergency that happens. You break, you break a yeah. bone or no. you, your heart stops or something, then you can do surgery and, and you can use these medications short term to, to sort of... Um, get the get the balance back period yeah no, for, for just a, a, a for just a period mm-hmm. and unfortunately um long term it doesn't work because they don't understand the causalities behind it so yeah. you know they're constantly just looking to patch band-aids right yeah. you know and until there's some shift in that but that's where the mind the body the spirit mm-hmm. all the different alignments yeah. yeah i've had multiple different health issues, really bad autoimmune disease when I was mm-hmm. younger, same kind of thing, but after years, done with it, right? Mm-hmm. And and it seems like most people that I know that get chronic illnesses, that the chronic illnesses aren't solved by the Western. Mm-hmm. And the Western medicine does have great, amazing effects on, you know, I, I, if I need open heart surgery, I, I want a good heart surgeon, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if, I, if, if my bone breaks, I'm gonna want yeah. a good cast and a good person to put in, reset my bone, right? You yeah. know, so the, the, there, there is use and there's a lot of benefit. Mm-hmm. However, time and time again, I hear stories like yours, mm-hmm. right? And, and so you have this in the back of your mind. And then what's your first step towards change? Well, the first was believing that it's possible. Mm. That was the, the very first step. Because if you don't believe it, you know, what's, what's the point? You, you, you will, whatever your belief is, life will show up to mirror that belief. 
So if if you have a belief that something doesn't work, you will be looking for proof that something doesn't work. Yeah. And vice versa, if you truly believe something, you will look for something or something will show up that empowers that belief, no matter what, what it is. Yeah. And um, so that was the first step was believing it. And then was... Um, starting to research and then implement what I was discovering, step just step by step. Mm. Like it, it, was, it was a long journey to, to, to heal, to, to really heal it, um, to heal or restore balance, I'd say. Um, and on top of dealing with, with that, right, there was also the undoing of, I'd say, my, my ego. Yeah. Because for years I'd been so identified with my, with my body like mm-hmm. that, like that was what I was making a living from, yeah. working with magazines and, and and training people, and so like that was my my um, that was who I was. That basically. was your identity, yeah. And now the body was starting to um, to uh, crumble in in a sense, right? It was it was sort of slipping away from me. Yeah, and so then you say, "Who am I without this?" <laughs> exactly. I don't even know. Exactly. Am I this? Am I this body or? Am I something that's beyond this body? Mm-hmm. And that led me on a very philosophical search to, um, you know, to what this life is about. Um, and <laughs> why, why are we here? What am I and why am I here? Right? I think we, um, yeah. most of us ask that question. So that was going on at the same time as I was looking to heal mm. um, my body. And uh, what I then discovered was uh, Qigong. Um, I saw a, a documentary on, on qi and how in, in uh, the Far East and in, in China, they have medicineless hospitals where they work with energies. Mm-hmm. And that qigong is a practice, an ancient practice that can help restore balance to your, to your body, yeah. to your bioenergy. And um, it's a practice that involves movement, intention, and breath. And Tai Chi was uh, developed from Qigong yeah. as well. Uh, Qigong is, is, is both a moving meditation and it's also a medical practice where, you, um, where a practitioner would uh, restore a, a patient's or a person's, person's energy using Qi from the surrounding channel through them. And, and then the practice is uh, the cultivation of your own chi as well, which is what qigong means. It means, uh, qi means your life force. Yeah. And gong translates to cultivation. So it's life force cultivation. Beautiful. And I then, um, by uh, synchro destiny, what Deepak Chopra calls it, synchro destiny, I, I then was introduced to my my teacher who is a um, 80 well he's now 85 he's an 85 year old grandmaster um, I went to see him for a um, qigong treatment a medical qigong treatment mm-hmm. and while I was getting this um, this treatment he uh, he did, hardly spoke any English but he pretty much diagnosed what was going on with me with my thyroid and and the energy and um, while I was getting this treatment um, I was also taken back into my childhood where I saw I was being bullied. I was lying face down and he's, he's doing yeah. his, his, his energy healing and, and I'm taken back and I see myself where I'm bullied. I'm going through all these, you know, these things, which for a teenager was, was 
somewhat traumatic and realize that that has uh, stuck with me or it had stuck with me up until that moment and i'm lying there just weeping (laughs) onto the floor um face face down you know with the head crate yeah and um and i just released that old that old energy that was associated with that and then afterwards um he i I explained to him i was taking medication Mm -hmm. and uh he said, well, take half of the medication for the next two weeks. Come uh, to my house on Sundays and I will teach you Qigong, practice Qigong. And after two weeks, if you practice every day, stop taking the medication. Mm-hmm. So, so I did that. I, I came to see him once a week and I would practice every day. And then after two weeks, I stopped. And within three months, um, I was able to completely heal the underfunctioning thyroid, my levels returned to normal. Um, and within that first year, the chronic pains that I had, which was another uh, side effect of, of what I was dealing with, was chronic pains everywhere. My yeah. my joints, my back, my knees. Um, in the beginning, I could hardly stand up through the entire practice. I'd have to sit down. But within the, the, the first year, all those pains went away. And, and I was able to, to heal it. And I then started immersing myself into to that practice as well as uh, um, other martial art practices. And then in 2016, um, I had taken on a martial art called Kali Eskrima, which is a Filipino martial art, sticks, okay. knives, and an empty hand, with uh, my, my teacher, Grandmaster Felix Royles, who um, is a grandmaster from the Philippines. He... Um, I just started to learn because it yeah. was one of the arts that Bruce Lee also practiced. He was taught this by Dana Santo, who was his training partner. So I was introduced to the art. And when I then met um, Felix, he took it to a whole another level. And as my health was improving mm. through working with my Qigong teacher, my skills were also improving. Yeah. And he then kept uh, asking me to compete in this art. He said, did you compete? You compete? I'm like, like, oh, like life just leads you. And I you're like, come on. I know. When life gives you sticks, you know. <laughs> Go and compete. <laughs> um, so I, I was like, I was hesitant for the whole, he asked me for over a year. Him well, and, yeah, and but I, especially based on everything that you just um, went through, you know, having that, okay, I just had this death of the ego, mm-hmm. detachment from my body. I, I was competing for so long and now here it is again, showing up in a different way. Yeah. But am I going to repeat this again? So you ended up saying yes, so eventually. I, I, ended, up, I ended up saying yes. Uh, I figured, well, if I, I, if I have to know if I'm any good at this, the best way to find out is in competition. So I, I said yes to competing after uh, over a year. To, I think I trained two, maybe maybe three years, but he'd asked me for about a year or so <laughs> to, to compete. Um, and they're like, no, no, not ready. And then I, I went and, and in the first championship, which was a Western regional here in California, I ended up uh, winning all the, the categories that I, that I entered. Wow. And what that did for me was it, it lit a fire like it sparked this this fire this flame that i've had before in my life which was completely extinguished yeah. because of all everything that happened it, it reignited that flame mm-hmm. which i believe we all have yeah and and this this flame is it it, it, it has a certain strength at yeah. certain times in your life 
Absolutely, and events and circumstances could make it feel like it's、yeah. just a smothering ash for a moment. Yeah, until yeah. there's some more sticks and things that、yeah. get added, and then it goes woohoo. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely sticks added to that flame. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and it just I, I felt like reborn again. Like I, I I felt this this fire warrior spirit or whatever you want to call it. That's what it felt. Like, what、yeah. it feels like to me is sort of reigniting that that spirit. That anything is possible, and、uh, I then、uh, qualified in the nationals to compete in the world championship in in 2016 in the Philippines, and、wow. um, went with my teacher to、uh, to compete、uh, there, and was 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 blessed enough to win the world championship there. And <laughs> look at you! <laughs> and, It's like anything that you you know set your mind to, but that that's. Remarkable, you know. So it it just, I mean, I'm I'm sharing this to 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 share what's what's possible, because、yeah. six years earlier, five six years earlier, that yeah, would have been impossible. You were going to be on medicine、right? for the rest of your life, and you're going to have these this pain and this inflammation and and all of this other things, and feeling like your body's、yeah. on fire, and then you go to winning a world championship. And leading up to that, and this goes back to belief, like believing、mm-hmm. that something is possible, and you might not not see how exactly. About two weeks before the the, the championship,、uh, I had qualified, but I still didn't have my ticket because I was going through a period where I wasn't making as much money as I, yeah, as a to to support that because I、yeah. still had to pay my own way to the Philippines, and I had been training, but I couldn't see like how am I gonna be able to. Go there, take care of what I had, to, my responsibilities here, and、mm-hmm. and make it all work. And I just, I just asked and medit. I was meditating, and I just said, "Hey, if I'm supposed to go to to do this, please, you know, whatever's listening, I was listening, you know, help." Wow. I asked for help and support. And the the following day, a friend I hadn't spoke to for a, a long time called me up. He knew I had qualified, but.、Um, He thought I had gone already, so he called me up. He said, "Hey, I just came back from Europe." He said, "I said, did you go to the World Championship yet?" I said, "No, it's in t- it's in two weeks." He said, "But I I、um, I said I I don't see how it's possible for me to go there. I just don't have the money to to go." And he said, "Well, have you been training?"、Mm-hmm. I said, "Yeah, I've been training and and sparring with the other with the other guys that are going."、And、he said, "Well, I'm going to set up a fundraiser for you, and、mm. you're going to go." So he he did overnight. He set up a fundraiser, and within Six days, I believe, we managed to raise all the the money to to go, and I got my ticket、uh, four days prior to the world championship. It just made me cry. <laughs> but, but it's it's. I just did this amazing podcast with Tosha Silver,、mm-hmm. the author, and she's talking about how you offer things up to to,、mm-hmm. to spirit or to the divine,、yeah. and how the magic of the universe. You know, will unfold.、Yeah. It's like you could have never predicted that somebody that he hadn't talked to in years.、Mm. You know, you surrender, you let go. You're not attached with how you're gonna if you're gonna even go anymore.、Right. You know, and you just share that in a conversation, and suddenly he's putting on a fundraiser for、mm. you. And six days later, you have the money, and four days before you. Finally, are able to get that ticket、yeah. and show up and win、yeah. the world championship. <laughs> like that's the other th- thing. Not that you just went there; that you became the winner too. 
Yeah, and I, I, um, uh, I really credit that as well to all the people that support because I could not not have done it on my own. You know, all the people that that gave their energy, their their the money and support, moral support for me to be able to to go and fulfill on this. Yeah, gave me that extra energy because when I went into the finals of of the championship. Uh, I was up against the the Philippine the Philippine military champion. I had to fight him on his home turf in the finals. Yeah. And going into that, I thought, <laughs> I don't see how this is going to go my way. There was uh, the 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 judges were from the Philippines. The ring judges were from the Philippines as well. And there was an Australian ring supervisor. So there there are three uh, judges in each corner. They score points and so on. And then there's one uh, judge in the ring, and then there's somebody who supervises it. Wow. And going into it, I thought, okay, um, I don't see how it's going to go my way, but I'm just going to go in there and do my best. I owe that to the people that helped me get there. Like, yeah. I felt that I wasn't just fighting for myself. I had that energy of everyone that supported you with me. So it's almost divine that that, that and had to happen that way so that you could have that extra push yeah and it and it was the hardest fight i've ever had in in, in my all my experience of of Eskrima. that was that fight uh it, it went to the the final last second and throughout my arms sometimes you fight multiple fights throughout the the, the tournament right it's elimination yeah. so my arms were tired my my legs were tired. I was just, I had this voice in my head that was just telling me to stop, you know? Like we all have yeah. this voice that was just stop, you know, stop, stop. But then there was also this voice that said, no, you can you can do this. You've come all this way. You've done all this training. You've had all these people support you. Said you can do this till the last end. You can rest after. You can rest after. And, and, and it just kept me going wow. until the last moment. And... Um, and it was a very close fight, and um, and they ended up counting the scores. You know, they his his team went up and were talking to the judges. But my teacher, Master Felix, went up and was talking to him. They sent them away, and then they called up the the scorers from the ring. And at that moment, I didn't really care. I yeah. didn't care whether I won or not, because yeah. I knew that I had done my absolute best. Yeah all up until the last moment and nobody could take that away from me and so winning a, a medal or a trophy or whatever it didn't yeah didn't matter like yeah. I, I did my best that was it and if that wasn't uh, enough then at least i know that i i did it i yeah. just did everything i gave it all and um they then call us up and we're standing there and and my hand is raised and i just collapse in, <laughs> in joy and tears and um and yeah, it was a really magical, um, magical oh, experience wow. um, of what's possible when we connect to our chi within, which is what I uh, what I call it, and which is also the name yeah, of my, my brand and my company. Yeah. So. And that's yeah, that's miraculous, and being able to be that conduit to say, don't just believe believe me for the words that I say, but my life is the proof of how I've gotten here. And if I can do it, you can do it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And so now you do so much different things, you know, helping people have these transformations in their own life mm -hmm. too, right? Yeah. 
And what's one of the most miraculous things that you find when you kind of teach people about Qigong and what's possible or what they get from it? So it, it's really about um, restoring the body and the mind back to balance. Okay. Right? And in nature, <clears throat> excuse me, in nature, everything is in harmony mm-hmm. until we come in and interfere with it. And the, the same with our bodies. Our, our body functions in harmony. It's, it's not separate from nature. It is, it is nature. Yeah. And when we interfere with it in, in different ways, whether it's chemicals we put in our bodies or stresses, right? When we're always, always in, the, in the red, when our engine is always in, in, the, in the red, um, or, or something traumatic happens, like a, 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 an accident or a traumatic experience of some kind happens that shifts our belief to uh, a disempowering context. Yeah. Then, you know, it goes down that road. And, and re- changing that belief, changing that context to, uh, to one of, of, of balance and harmony and restoring ourselves to be in balance with nature, that is what really causes the healing. Yeah. It's, it's having the body um, relax. Relax, like be happy and relaxed, which is our natural state, is, is, yeah. is joy. Not, not to be super um, stressed out and tension-filled and yeah. overthinking and, you know, push, 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 go, yeah. go, go. I mean, you've seen that and what that happened to you, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. over-pushing that wasn't balance, right? You yeah. know, but then it taught you it almost yeah. needed to happen so that you could learn the lesson of the importance of balance. So exactly. it's all divine anyways, right? Yes. And, yeah. and so when somebody starts to, when you find when people come and find you or find the, the material that you teach and things like that, or um, do you find that they have a lot of deep-seated health issues or, or different other aspects? Like who, who kind of comes or, or gets that calling to stumble upon really working with you and things? Well, it's typically people that want to transform something, whether it's just their physical body want to be healthier have more vitality and strength and agility and so on uh, or dealing with a dis disease which mm-hmm. pretty much says the word right it's yeah. this ease not at ease yeah and what i help them with is is restoring their body and their mind back to to ease yeah and that is both through qigong which is movement and tension and breath which when you focus on just that the mental all the energy that's used for thinking and analyzing and you know telling you what you should do or shouldn't do that goes away yeah and when that goes away then that energy is freed up you have all this excess energy that your body can now use as well to 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 heal itself and restore balance and and not only that we can absorb energies from from nature yeah from from the earth and also from talk to me a little bit about that so in, um, in, in, you've heard of yin and yang, right? Yeah. So, so in Qigong, the, the, two en- the two main energies are, are yin and yang energy. Mm-hmm. So uh, yin energy is earth qi. It's, mm-hmm. it's the energy that emanates from the earth. Okay. And yang qi is cosmic qi, heaven qi. Okay. It's energy that comes from the cosmos, from, from the sun. And uh, yin has a negative polarity. Negative, not as in bad. It's just like a battery has a plus and a minus. Mm -hmm. And yang energy has a positive polarity. Mm -hmm. And our world is made up of those two types of energies, electromagnetic energies, electromagnetic energies. 
Mm-hmm. And the Eastern philosophy is when those energies are not balanced, that's when we get sick. Yeah. That's when we are, 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 are worried and stressed and uh, we're not in the flow of life and, and it kind of sp- spirals and we're in that loop, right? Mm-hmm. And when we then restore the balance back, all of a sudden all our cells in our body can, can harmonize and work together, our minds are clear, calm, we can focus and, and, and we can thrive. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why it's called cultivation. It's it's not just something you do one time and then, you know, yeah. then you, you you're good. You it, it's something you cultivate. You 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 create a habit. Like I've created a habit of of health and vitality. Yes. Where I I, I practice qigong ongoingly, and even if it's if if the practice is shorter or longer, doesn't matter. At least uh, I, I'm I'm practicing and and, and keeping uh, keeping the practice up. Yes. And the same with the other things as well that we can change, which is our nutrition, right? Mm-hmm. Which is so important. Nutrition is, uh, I always see, a, a pro- I started to approach uh, food as medicine. Like yeah. When I changed that whole approach to a carb is a carb, a protein is a protein, which is very cut and dry science. Yeah. But when you start approach it from a place of of, uh, of medicine, yeah, that's how I look at it too. An and energy, like, right? I'm like, well, what does this give me? Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, I need some more potassium because I'm yeah. having a sleep imbalance or this, you yeah. know. And I also oh, I'm going to eat a banana every day, or mm. I'm going to do, you know, like looking at it from that mindset is yeah. so powerful, and that's really what it is. Yeah. You know, you don't go and drive your car and, and then put anything into the gas tank. You know, or you don't go and say, okay, I'm going to put some diesel in the unleaded and, yeah. and hope that it runs, right. you know, yeah. but, but we're constantly feeling ourselves and our yeah. body with things that aren't what serves us, mm-hmm. right? And don't give us the fuel, don't give us the medicine, don't give us the nutrition to mm-hmm. rebuild, restore, and rejuvenate, right? Right, right. And so you started looking at food as medicine. So looking at food as medicine and, and really researching everything that I put in my body mm-hmm. and knowing where it comes from, how it's sourced, uh, is it ethically sourced, is it non-GMO, is it organic, is it, like, what am I putting in my body? So if you think of it as, as, as both as medicine and, and as fuel in that way, yeah. um, it, it, it really changes how you... It changes the context around around food. You want to give yourself, like you said, the best possible fuel so the engine can run for yeah. a long time. Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. people get cars and they want to put premium in because they have less of this yeah. and that and, 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 you know, the different grades of gas. But people don't think oftentimes, oh, they go and they buy spinach as spinach. No, it's not just spinach. Oh. It's like, okay, that spinach is this and maybe it's not grown in the most nutrient dense soil so it doesn't really have that much vitality Mm. to it but also is it sprayed you know and then are you just eating the spinach are you eating the spinach mixed with a little you know kind of uh chemical mixture of god knows what (laughs) you know and what is that doing to you right right yeah and and so knowing Knowing that and also, th- so that's part of the Eastern philosophy is, is long-term. How can you create structures in your, in your life that serve you long-term? Yeah. And unfortunately, here in the Western world, life is very like quick fix, quick something. You want quick results. Mm-hmm. There's an imbalance of something. Let's take 
you know, let's take this to to fill that balance, but it's not happening naturally. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's the cause for the unbalance, right? right? You know, right. just filling in the space doesn't really necessarily fix everything, right? right? Like your thyroid. Right. Right? Okay, take a pill and it balances the thyroid out a little bit, but... The problem is still there. Yeah. It's just, it's just masked in a way, like the, the cause is still there, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's uh, the other component is then your, your food, right? And then there is the mental aspect. It's cultivating, cultivating your mind. Yeah. It's cultivating your mind to um, both break old patterns and constantly having a, a, a positive outlook, like mm. creating a powerful positive outlook. And that takes cultivation as well. It's, I call it mind qigong or whatever. Yeah. You, you can call it many different things, but it's it's still energy, right? Because yeah. thoughts are energy; they carry a, a vibration. Mm-hmm. And, and they they can they can make us feel energized, or they can make us feel depleted, and yeah. and to you know, so that's how you, somebody can know it's energy, right? Exactly. You get excited, you get some good news or whatnot, and you have a good thought, and mm-hmm. suddenly you're energized, you're feeling good, you can you mm-hmm. have this energy and stamina to do or create you know somebody said oh you just wanted you know a trip to got whatever country you've always wanted to go to mm-hmm. you're super excited pack your bags do all the stuff but if you get a phone call and you hear some devastating news that you know something happened to somebody mm-hmm. you care about or that or you got the or you just got fired from work or whatnot and your mind can literally make you feel so so lethargic those thoughts and you're depleted mm-hmm. right yeah it's like that. I think that that's oh. the simplest way for people to realize our thoughts matter. <laughs> yeah, it, it does, and and the the practice is training oneself how we react to things that happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Is is the the the, the saying is ten uh, percent is what happens and ninety percent is how we respond. We to respond it. to it. Like that's our responsibility, our ability to respond. Right? Mm-hmm. And seeing that everything that happens, if you look back in your life, even the things, the worst thing that possibly happened, something good can come from that. Yeah. Whether it's personal growth or or whatever it is, as long as we choose to look for what that positive thing can be. Yeah. Because right? it can either be a blessing or a curse, right? Right, yeah, because, I mean, you could have completely not took in the mindset and the power that you had and been, you know, miserable and continued to get sicker and sicker and continued to feel powerless yeah. and more powerless and more powerless. And, you know, who knows if you'd even be here right now, right? Mm, right. And, yeah. but that mindset of, okay, I'm going to take this and then that. And then what was given to you was a beautiful blessing. Absolutely. I'm, uh, I feel so grateful for uh, for my life and everything that's uh, that's happened, and, and also that I get to to share what I've what I've learned from from health and fitness, like holistic health and fitness, to to, to qigong, and also the yeah. And now you have even like you're starting to create some products too, right? You know, so if you want to yeah. talk a little bit about that, I know you have a CBD product coming that's out, right. and yes. and I love the full circle of. Uh, good for the person and also good for the planet that yeah. you have. So you want to talk a yeah. little bit about that? Yeah. So um, so I'm uh, launching a company with two partners, uh, Ronnie and, and, and Damien, and um, it's called Earth Remedies, Earth with a, with a U, Earth Remedies. And it's a, 
plant medicines, so hemp, uh, CBD, full-spectrum hemp, CBD, as well as medicinal mushrooms, and then we have tincture blends as well, so, um, so uh, rooted in, in Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine as mm -hmm. well to, to, to use those medicinal uh, tools. Yeah. like reishi and lion's mane and, and cordyceps and all those things um, that are very beneficial. Like they're great allies, adaptogenic um, mm -hmm. uh, blends. And then it's it's called earth remedies. For one, it's remedies from the earth. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we source the highest quality um, plants and, 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 and products, but also part of our profits will go back to remedying the earth. So we will, we will be giving part of our profits to uh, uh, preserving wildlife to uh, helping people around the planet as well as ocean cleanup and, and uh, a couple of other. So we want to couple, cover uh, planet, people, yeah. uh, ocean, and, and, and full nature. Spectrum. Full spectrum. Yeah. Just like you do for people. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. So I call it um, well, conscious commerce. Like it's modeling nature, right? Mm -hmm. you, you don't take something without giving something back. Yep, if only more companies operated like that, you know. I think they're starting to put, like, that's some of the ideas out there are, you know, if if fishermen are depleting, they need to give back, you know, a different thing. You know, like, the waves, like, if we can create an ecosystem of actually, you know, what you take, you replenish, mm -hmm. and you make better than worse, right? You know, we could actually f start to find that balance back in, in the planet mm -hmm. and our life. Yeah. Well, Man, it's been such a pleasure. It has, Tom. Uh, where can people find you? So uh, I have a website called uh, chiwithin.com. So Q-I-W-I-T-H-I-N. Uh, so chi, we'll, chi within. We'll put it on there. We'll you, on there. And you just click it. <laughs> uh, Chiwithin.com uh, is, is um, that's basically my, my, my business, my coaching, training, yeah. and, and uh, Qigong teaching business. Yeah. Um, and then earthremedies.com is the, is the company. Oh, I, I brought you something before I forget. So <gasps> that's um, the first run of our, of our tinctures. I like it. Full spectrum CBD. Amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm excited to try it. We'll try yeah. it right now on camera. <laughs> <laughs> ah. how, how much do I do? Uh, you probably want to do 0.5. So that's okay. a thousand milligram bottle. Oh, so, gotcha. So. Nice. Finally, somebody that puts puts it on the, you know, how many <laughs> of these tinctures do people just put random like, oh, three drops, five drops, these kind of things, when, you know, somebody's drops are bigger or smaller than others, and this right. actually has the measuring on it. And and you can go on, so you can go on to our website as well, earthremedies.com. It's, it's a coming soon page up right now, but... Uh, if you put in your email, you'll get a 10% a, a discount on on any orders. Once we launch, we'll we'll send you a message. So great, and it has uh, a little citrus kick to it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Great, thank you so much for for having me. Thank you for I being really here. And oh, he he does classes here, and and so we we have them here at the end of this month. But if you see this later, uh, you can see where we put it back on the calendar or other different workshops. But doing an intro to uh, Qigong here, as as well as I'm sure many other talks, and when the product lines are are fully out, uh, having them and discussing all the different varieties of them and seeing on more podcasts. You're very informative, and love to have you back. Thank you so much for having me. I, I love Thank to be you. back. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. Bye.
If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram at Liberate Hollywood. All one word or Liberate Emporium. All one word. Until next time, liberate yourself. Thinking that you want to take that action step, why wait? Book your session right now. Go to liberateyourself.com. Click on either Liberate Hollywood or Liberate Emporium. See our amazing practitioners and who resonates most with you. And then book a session via Skype, phone, or in person. We're here for you, and it's your time to start creating your life.